Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I already messed up. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode 23 of Lights, Thunder, Action. Joining me today, you're not Thomas. Who the heck are you? This. Never be Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> this should never be uh, a mistake like that made, man. I mean, we're, we're already, it's already it's a complete disaster without Thomas. Thomas, where are you? We need you. Um, Thomas will be joining us actually later. We will be viewing, reviewing Tenet today. That is the big thing going on today. Um, Kevin, joined today by Kevin Budusing. This is my special guest co-host. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm good. Hello, hello, and thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, you're very welcome. Um, so just going over what today's show is going to be about, no trilogy of trilogies, uh, no interview or anything like that, kind of just a standard show we're up to today. What the news, plenty of news regarding um, a new trailer from James Bond, No Time to Die, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible 7 has started shooting. There's more drama with the whole Ray Fisher and DC fiasco happening, and uh, the Batman may have gotten COVID-19. So all that's soon to come, and then at the end, we'll be reviewing the mo- new Christopher Nolan's new movie, Tenet. Kevin, you just saw the film today. Yes, couple, couple, uh, maybe an hour or two ago. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> literally just saw it. Yeah, yeah. Very fresh in your head for sure. Correct. Um, so yeah, we got a big show today. Um, what we will also be doing. So at the beginning of our Tenet review, I'll say this again later, but we're gonna do it spoiler free at the beginning. Um, Thomas will be joining us. He's from Texas on his phone. Yes, he'll, be joining, yes. he'll, be, he'll be Skyping in for the uh, tenant review and we're going to do it. Uh, I don't know how long he'll be in there, but we're all for the show. We're going to do it spoiler free and then hop into spoilers because if you've seen tenant, um, <laughs> you really want to talk about what the actual film's about and it's hard to mm-hmm. get to kind of really go around uh, to not spoil it. So right. anyway, today, we are streaming to you live, of course, from the HWWS Web TV channel on YouTube and here on the Lights, Thunder, Action page, page on Facebook. Um, if you guys haven't already, please go over and follow us. We have a new Instagram at Lights, Thunder, Action. We have a new YouTube channel at Lights, Thunder, Action as well. Um, also, we're on LTA Podcasting on Twitter and, of course, here on Facebook. So go follow us there. We're planning on posting a lot more um, on social media. We're going to do these things called Lights, Thunder, Action Clips. We've already started where we're going to you know, take little portions out of our weekly episodes, bite-sized pieces, put them out on social media on all of those channels, and hopefully every day of the you – know, every weekday um, so you guys can see just kind of the highlights of Lights, Thunder, Action. So you'll be seeing m- plenty more of Kevin throughout the week. So <laughs> you're all excited for that. Um, also guys, if you can't catch our live show, but you still want to listen to the whole thing, you can check out our audio podcast, which is our, you know, full weekly shows on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, and our hosting site Spreaker. 
So there's a lot going on. We got our audio podcast. We're going to be introducing a lot more clips. Check out our YouTube at Let's Thunder Action. Follow us everywhere. We're working on maybe some new things when it comes to streaming. So look out for that right now. Still going where we are. Wow, this is a lot more difficult when I don't have my norm when, when Thomas isn't here. Um, but Kevin, I really appreciate you being here. This is, I think, it's going to be fun. We haven't been in a podcast here in a while. It isn't our yeah. first time. You guys should go no, back no. in the archives and uh, find. Um, it's a uh, a list. What, what what do we call the podcast? A lister movie reviews. A lister movie reviews. There should be some still up, you know, live. And then yeah. random thoughts is random thoughts. Um, yeah. Google random. But I just gotta say, I mean, thank you, and I mean, I'll, I, I will thank Thomas when he hops on when he does. But thank you for having me on. I'm very honored, and I'm happy to be back uh, talking with you, man. I miss, I miss this. Yeah, I know, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's fun. I mean, you are a regular. You like Slender Action. And oh, of course, yeah, of course. I don't miss a show, so. Yes, we appreciate that. And now you, I mean, can't miss this one. You can if oh. you, even if you tried. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anywho. Um, last thing for housekeeping wise, kind of blew through everything pretty quick. Um, Thomas normally can slow me down a bit, but with it's just me, I just fly through. Um, tournament of trilogies, we're working on that. The polls are still being a pain in the butt. Um, so we're not sure exactly when we'll be having the next tournament of trilogies. It is coming. Um, we are staying a bit fluid now with our schedule, um, working on more interviews to come. Obviously, we've gotten a lot of good feedback from our recent ones. And then we're also thinking about reviewing, you know, Today we're doing we're doing we're reviewing Tenet, not an old tr- trilogy of trilogies movies. With stuff actually coming out now, we might be transitioning over to reviewing more relevant things. Possibly the boys. Possibly No Time to Die later. Um, Wonder Woman in October is supposed to still be coming out. So there's still a lot coming up down the pike. That's you know fun, fresh, not a you know an old trilogy that we've been doing. So exciting times. Um, and let's get to everybody's favorite segment. Kevin, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. What the news? news. <laughs> All right. What the news this week? Let's start off today with the No Time to Die trailer. <clears throat> um, so the James Bond film, it's coming out in November now. Um, it was I forget when it was initially it was supposed to come out, but obviously it was delayed because of the COVID-19 mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, it's a sequel to the Daniel Craig, Skyfall, 007 kind of right whatever universe they've been building over there. Um, Kevin, you saw this trailer. I think they right. call it the official trailer. I don't know. Trailer two. Yeah, I think it's trailer two. Trailer two. Yeah. I mean, it's it's close to trailer one with a little more stuff sprinkled in it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so um, Kevin, what were your thoughts on this trailer? It's, it's like a two and a half minutes. It's so my, my, trailer. my initial thought was, okay, this is too much stuff. <laughs> I don't want to see all this stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but of course... The trailer just shows how great this movie is going to look cinematography wise all the action it, it just puts you in the perspective of how, how this movie is going to be yeah but i just like my initial thought was okay this is might be a little too much stuff that i'm seeing right now yeah it, it's funny you say that about the cinematography that stuck out to me it's the story i hardly care about really in this right movie. it's like yeah how yeah cool is it gonna look how's the action gonna be how badass is Daniel Craig going to be? And that's about it. Um, I'll tell you what, man, like for me, when it comes to like James Bond, I'm a big car enthusiast. So movies like James, all the James Bond movies, they're focused on the cars and the action. I I'm all for it. And this new movie, I mean, I'm a big fan of Land Rover and they're showcasing their new defender in it. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm ready. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I will say the trailer didn't do that much for me. I mean, right. it, it's fun getting new trailers now. I mm-hmm. wonder if we'll get another Black Widow trailer because mm-hmm. that movie's going to come out in November and we already have a final trailer. Yeah, that trailer so, for Black Widow was pretty packed. Yeah, it, they, can't really, they can't really more, show too yeah. much. Yeah, right. Yeah. They could maybe just re-release that. I, I imagine they'll probably just start pushing stuff out actually on like television ads and things like that, you know, pump up the right. marketing money. And we're seeing that right now, obviously, with James Bond. They're trying to actually... Right. Well, let me ask you, what? so in terms of Daniel Craig and James Bond, what do you think about the trailer? You know, it, it gives you a perspective of what this movie's going to be about. And this, this is his last... 007 right correct me if i'm wrong i mean it's hard to i don't that may have been a comment that happened like where they said hey it's gonna be the last one you never really know right Um, right. money always talks it seems like in this industry and just in these movies especially these big blockbuster action movies like this will be um i will say one thing this is a complete aside but watching tenant and seeing the tenant numbers roll through I think it's going to be hitting 100 million internationally soon. Um, You wonder what the like blockbuster movie is these days in this in this next six months. You know what I mean? Like, how do you gate? And I wonder if we're going to get any numbers on the Mulan release on Disney Plus. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. And what's interesting about Mulan that I didn't realize is that I thought it was going to actually be in theaters as well. I thought it was going to be 30 bucks on Disney plus and then in theaters. No, it's, it's, it's said, yeah. It yeah, said it's, select it's theaters to uh, Disney plus, I think. Yeah, but it's hardly, it, it's basically exclusive on Disney plus. So yeah. the, the it's very select theaters essentially. Right. Um, so I just wonder, this is proof that they're not moving 007. You know, they're not moving. Mm-hmm. They're trying to die. There's speculation that Wonder Woman can move off October, even though they yeah. just they just released the trailer during DC Fandom. Um, mm-hmm. it, I just don't know. I don't know if you don't know. I mean, we're going to talk about this soon, but we don't know. I mean, Batman just got the coronavirus. We don't know when that movie is going to come out, so it's difficult yeah. to, to for them to put it like a timestamp on like exactly when it's going to come out. You know, yeah, it's the best. And I think the thing is. Is it really, I mean, Warner Brothers is kind of the guinea pig here. Is it really worth releasing your film during this or just saying we're punting until 2021, 2022? You know what I mean? Is it really going to be worth it? Like, it, it's, like, I feel like it's just a lack of patience right now. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's no, I, I don't see where them putting it out right now is going to make as much money as they would if they did it in a year. Right. I just don't think they're being patient with it. Do they need money right now? Is that mm-hmm. the problem? Are they looking to, you know, make, you know, they, they put so much money into a film like a Tenet mm-hmm. or a James Bond or a Wonder Woman or a Black Widow that they don't want. To, and it's not like in Black Widow's case where the MCU is a domino effect mm-hmm. and one film affects the next, affects the no, next. No, no, no. Black Widow, it's, 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 I mean, it can be counted as a separate thing, you know, so it'll be. It's, it's yeah. just curious to see especially with James Bond now that are they, they're going for it. They're putting marketing money back into it. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what the expectations are. And I don't know. I'll go see it. Of course the trailer, I didn't have to see the trailer to just go see it. Cause right now I'm so just hungry for, you know, films in the theater. and Especially James Bond. Yeah. I mean, without the trailer, we, we, we still going to go see it. 
Of course. And I will say my favorite, just wrapping up on James Bond real quick, the trailer itself, my favorite mm-hmm. part was seeing uh, Rami Malek as the villain. He looks right. awesome. As he the looks villain. awesome. Yeah. Story-wise, that's what I'm interested in. I hope he's yeah. not like a flat villain who hardly has any story. He seems very interesting. I really like his, I don't know, he seems like a wicked kind of like character where he just mm-hmm. has that. He does. He's not physically menacing. But mm-hmm. he just seems evil. And I think that's yeah. some of the, the scariest villains in movies. Mm-hmm. And it's funny after seeing him in a movie like Bohemian Rhapsody, where he's, and you know, seeing him this now. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, though. I really like it. I think I agree. I mean, really- uh, um, I hope, I hope he, he does a good job. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's move on today. The Ray Fisher drama, as I wrote, uh, happening over at DC. So Hollywood Reporter came out with a updated updated article saying that Warner Brothers says Ray Fisher is not cooperating with the Justice League misconduct investigation. So mm-hmm. essentially it's what's been happening for everyone who doesn't know is that Ray Fisher um, basically um, he, he spoke out against um, what Joss Whedon and uh, John Berg mm-hmm. and basically said, you know, I don't know. He kind of just threw him under the bus for being, uh, essentially not good people, I guess. Yeah, their behavior, yeah, their behavior while filming, you know. He, I mean, he alleged them of misconduct. You, you right, know? right. And, and it's uh, Joss Whedon um, and Jeff Johns and John Burke um, mm-hmm. during the filming of Joss Whedon. Um, so what's also interesting is that he, he said that Walter Hamada, which is the top executive of DC Films, here's the, here's the quote. After speaking out about Justice League, I received a phone call from President DC, uh, the president of DC Films, Mata. This is this is a uh, Fisher writing, by the way, Ray Fisher. Um, he he played Cyborg in Justice League, wherein he attempted to throw Joss Whedon and Joe John Berg under the bus in hopes that I would relent on Jeff Johns, um, which is interesting. He was just trying to def- defend Jeff Johns, I guess. So mm-hmm. that that's his quote. We don't know the truth. That's just what Ray Fisher said. And mm-hmm. now, so that happened. That, that's happened. But now kind of the new news is that Fisher has declined to speak with the investigator that Warner Brothers in D.C. are like sending to him. So he, right. essentially what I'm gathering is that Ray Fisher has been, you know, he said he said what he said. He, he talked out about he spoke out about the producers and Josh Whedon. Mm-hmm. And now he's not cooperating where and right. now he's he had to. He, but uh, not to interject, but he also no. that he he wanted to have a say in who the investigator is going to be. Right, because right. Because he's concerned of biases with the investigator. You, basically, from what I understand, is he said that you know when these big companies hire an investigator, they're being paid, so obviously they're going to be leaning to one side. So he wanted to be in that process of yeah. you know vetting that investigator. And they also spoke out against that. Like this is a. From from Warner Brothers, a spokesperson from Warner Brothers. Um, there's a long quote here on the Hollywood Reporter article, but it also talks about how he defend they defend um, Hamada's quote, mm-hmm. like they, de- they defend Hamada. He didn't throw anyone under the bus. They say mm-hmm. that, um, and we get a little bit more of news that um, Cyborg is supposed to actually appear in the upcoming Flash film, mm-hmm. um, which just keeps adding and adding to who's going to be in that movie. So that's exciting, but. Is he really going to be in a Flash movie when there's this whole big scan? I mean, he brought it upon himself. Like he, he's the one that brought this to to the light. Is he wrong for that? No, but this isn't really going smoothly. I guess. So, I guess Kevin, you read this article. You saw the news. What were your like 
overall thoughts on the situation? Well, you know, it's hard to it's hard to judge a situation. You know, he came out saying that he is he didn't like the behavior of them on set, yeah. and he's speaking out against that. And he's well within his rights to do that. Yeah. And also, they're well within their rights to defend themselves. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's it, you know it's a situation that is developing. And um, I mean, I'm looking forward to see the outcome of it, but I do understand his perspective for being wa- for wanting to see who the investigator is going to be. You know, I understand where he's yeah. coming from that. You wonder, I don't know, you, you wonder what an investigation of this would be even be like, I think. Right. And it's interesting to me that only we've really heard Ray Fisher talk this misconduct is going way farther than hey they were a bad director you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's taking it one step too far a lot of people it seemed like that worked on justice league um wanted to have Zack snyder there and then think the movie was going in the right direction Mm -hmm. but no one else had has really come out and said they treated us poorly essentially this that we were not being treated fairly and that you know it was it was a toxic um set mm-hmm. so it's a bold claim really especially right, in right. So what weight does this allegation hold you know that's yeah. what we find out and and you're gonna drag a lot of people into i mean you might drag a lot of people into light while you're doing this you you mm-hmm. i mean this investigation they're gonna talk to people on set they're gonna talk to henry cavill they're gonna talk to ben affleck they're gonna talk to um right. gal gadot mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um ezra miller it's it's a it's a shame that it well what's ironic about the whole thing is that it seems like that movie was a disaster the movie (laughs) itself on screen and behind the scenes it seems like (laughs) creative point of view but it seems like there actually could have been some like really like not right things happening on that movie it's like Mm -hmm. that movie just is a complete disaster like fire truck i mean i'm hoping we get the truth soon (laughs) what is the truth well, it, it, it honestly brings us back. I mean, it's funny. I, I, me and Kevin are so different. It's funny. <laughs> well, me and Kevin were in this law class last, uh, what, in the, in the spring of, yeah, spring. Yeah, spring this year. And it was funny. Our professor, he said, like, what is the truth? That was like one of our first classes, I think. And it's like, well, that's your truth. This is my truth. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always, it's not always like one person's lying either. Right, they just right. thought a different it's, way. It, it, it's perspective, man. It's and, really perspective. And that's a problem with these cases like this. I think more people would have to maybe this. I don't. I don't want to use that word like gang up. I, more mm-hmm. people would have to speak out against right. uh, Jeff Johns and mm-hmm. Joss Whedon to make it be something that has some validity to it. Um, it. It's a really interesting story. We don't hear much about these that often, especially on oh. a big set movie like this. Right. I, I mean, have- the thing about this is like this is a serious, you know, allegation, and I. I mean, I haven't seen much of it in terms of all over social media. I mean, yeah. I follow Ray Fisher, and that's how I've seen it. But in terms of, you know, with other big allegations, you tend to see it come across your social media a lot more than this is. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know. I, I, we'll see if there's even ever a result to this. It seems <laughs> like the Justice League, like the the absolute shockwave effect that movie has had all over the place now that we're getting a a remake of the film and all of this stuff from the behind the scenes that literally happened in what 2016 is coming to light now Mm -hmm. it's just unbelievable what that movie was and i think it might have been a bit of a turning point in 
the DCEU or just in DC films in general, Warner Brothers, because honestly, from then they've kind of, you know, turned around. They've they've kind of turned what they've been doing. They're obviously they're they're reevaluating themselves right now. Yeah. yeah. Reinventing themselves, I should say. Yeah. They're making, obviously, they're they're kind of resetting the DCEU. Mm -hmm. They're talking about a multiverse, Mm -hmm. which is opening up a lot of things that makes it so that they can do a lot of whatever they want necessarily in this universe. And then they're making smaller films. They made an Elseworld film, as Amada said, at mm-hmm. DC Fandom in The Joker. And they're making The Batman, which is not... It's, a, it's not part of the uh, no. DCEU. No, it, it's a separate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, it's technically like in the multiverse, but it's not like... It, it's like a... It's not right. even really going to be a part of it at all. And speaking of The Batman, it came back. It, it started to... <laughs> It started to so. I mean, this is sad news, really. It, it's really a shame. I mean, it, it really is a shame. It really, really is a shame. Everyone should go back and watch our DC fandom episode and just listen to me and Thomas just freak out about it. Was going out of DC fandom, the Batman was the news, you know, mm-hmm. to me, that was what was really important and what I was most excited about, right? And they just started filming. They, and they just gotten back to filming the Batman in London. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Robert Pattinson has been tested positive for the coronavirus. So oh, what a shame. Absolute shame, dude. Yeah, and man. little tease for later. I loved him in Batman. <laughs> I absolutely adored his performance. Yep, in that yep, movie. yep. Um, oh, we'll, so that, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so I, I, mean, I even that almost made me more sad because like, oh, I just saw him. He's so great. Um, it, it's a, honestly a shame. I'm kind of upset we even know this. I feel like he would prefer if we didn't know that he had it. There's a lot of weird privacy stuff that happens in these kind of situations. But why would you say that? I don't know. Why, I don't, why do you think that he wouldn't want us to know? I just think it's his business. I don't think he he didn't come out and say like I think they right. I think a reporter went and found out that. Mm-hmm. You know, and which is good to us because we're talking about it. It's what the right. news we're talking about on our show. Everyone's writing about it on every little mm-hmm. nook and cranny website on the internet. But I don't think, I mean, I don't know him, but I just think right. I don't see him as a person that would be like, hey, I have COVID, like The Rock did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and The Rock kind of turned that and, and made that into something and, and said, protect your families and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I, I think it was. I know. I think it was good that you know we found out that it, it was Robert Pattinson who had the virus, came out and had the virus. You know, but the question in my head now is, when when are we going to get the Batman? Yeah, I hope this. Yeah, and this that's, the, that's an unanswered question right now. Yeah, it, it's temporarily paused. Um, yeah. the the filming of the movie, but so there was change, they just came back and said they were filming and released the trailer, and now it's. Yeah. Uh, it, it was I, I did read somewhere that apparently Matt Reeves might try to continue filming very soon with Al Pattinson. Um, yeah, but if they have to. OK, so if they have to cut ends to continue filming, I don't want that. I'd rather wait for them to properly film. Right. But if they can film shots where he's not in the film, he's not, he's in, not, it. He's not in it or they can just throw a body double in for like yeah. whatever shot. Well, of course, you know. Yeah, I'm not against that. Um, I, I think that it could be pretty cool if they just decide, I want the movie in October <laughs> of next year. You know what I mean? So yeah, if yeah. you can get that to me. Well, and the biggest takeaway, I think, from this whole story is just us coming back to starting to film 
movies safely. That mm-hmm. is, I think, the bottom line here. Yeah, they no were one should be at risk. No one should feel unsafe filming a movie. Well, at all, but yeah, but it, it's hard not. I mean, th- there's there's a seesaw effect here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to weigh your options. Do you, right, you're con- contractually obligated. You want to mm-hmm. film it. You, if you're Robert Pattinson, you don't want to have to stay in shape forever. Um, to, you know, to you know, to be the Batman right. and have to constantly be. And the thing about it too, ready. I mean, on these film sets, they're at it for hours, days, even. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's it definitely takes a toll. I mean, virus out the window. It definitely takes a toll on the human body. Yeah. To be on these film sets. So now introduce the virus into that. Yeah, better be safe than sorry. I mean, I rather wait than hear more cases develop from filming. You know. Yeah, but we're get we're getting more more and more things are going to start filming again. We're getting mm-hmm. Falcon Winter Soldier. We're getting other stuff. Right. We're getting Mission Impossible Seven, ladies. Yeah. And gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Mission Impossible Seven is has begun filming. Um, we have an image. You can go check out uh, Mission Impossible on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin, you checked out this uh, this little shot. It, it's a oh, God. oh. <laughs> Tom Cruise written all over it. Okay, I want to say something because we're talking about Mission Impossible and uh, 007 today. I prefer Mission Impossible films over James Bond films. Where do you land on that, Kev? Um, I, I mean, I prefer 007 James. Really? Bond. Why? I, prefer, I mean, it's all about the action, man. All about the action. The action's awesome. Mission Impossible. I think it's. I'm not. I'm before. not disagreeing with you. I think it's. It's well up there, but for me, uh, 007 is just a little bit above. Hmm. Why yeah. though? More cars? Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, not solely the cars. I mean, I mean, growing up, I never really was into Mission Impossible, but I was into 007. So right. that, I mean, if I boil it down to a reason, I mean, that would be my reason. You know? I mean, James Bond is like a more famous property, I would say. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. um, it's James Bond. But yeah. I just think the recent movies they've had from Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, um, what, what was, Rogue Nation, wasn't mm-hmm. that one of them? Um, it, I, thought, I, I love those. And I think yeah. that I, I really think that Mission Impossible is more fun movies. Mm-hmm. To me, um, those James Bond films, they get a little bit, I don't know. Too, they take themselves, I think, a bit too seriously sometimes. Too seriously, I like that. You see, I like that. It's, it's good. I enjoy the movies, but yeah. I, Mission Impossible. Like, oh yeah, I know exactly what I'm getting. I'm gonna go sit right. down, get some popcorn, like, and just relax and like have a great time watching this movie and see Tom Cruise doing all these crazy stunts and all this crazy fun. Yeah, Skyfall. It's like, am I getting? Am I sitting down for like something that's gonna really? mess with my head like Tenet or something or am I going to sit down and watch a fun action flick where do you land on that I want to bro I want to experience everything I want action I want the movie to affect me I want to go home and dream about okay let me decipher this what did what was meant by this you know this is why the MCU exists (laughs) (laughs) no but I mean MI7 we know it's going to be great we know it's going to be like I think I have more faith in Mission Impossible movies than uh than Skyfall films, but James yeah. Bond. Yeah, I do. You don't? Uh, listen. I wouldn't mind a new James Bond, not going to lie. No, man. It's. I mean, when it comes to the action, the cars, the story, you know, I'm all yeah. for James Bond. 
Okay. I mean, it's interesting. But we'll hope, bottom line for this piece of news, let's really <laughs> hope that Mission Impossible, you know, everyone stay safe. They're, mm-hmm. they're just starting filming, which is very interesting. This isn't a film that was delayed or anything that had to cut in between. Um, they're just now starting production, filming, um, actual principal photography on the movie. So interesting times. Let's hope it stays safe. I'm not sure where they're filming. Did you did you see that? No, I don't I don't know. No, multiple locations, I figure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Um, but very exciting stuff. I think that I don't know. I really, I really hope that they stay safe, and I, I think Mission Impossible better. I'm very interested in seeing how they're going to top. Like, yeah, what's the going what, up and up what, and up? What's going to be? That's what like, Brewer, Tom Cruise hung off a building, like just hung off a building. Yeah, I what, mean, I what is, what is the next stunt that's going to top that? Yeah, um, so I really think that uh, I don't know. It, it, they kind of are suffering from the. Uh, they're suffering from the, fa- the Fast and Furious kind of syndrome where you have to keep upping upping yourself. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, anyway, but that does it for What the News. Um, Kevin, mm-hmm. how, how are we doing so far? How are you doing in your first episode of Let's Under Action? I'm doing good. I mean, I can never live up to Thomas. Never, <laughs> never, never. No, you're doing a great but job, I'm having, fun. I'm having fun, but I want to get to the main, the yes. main dish. Yes. <laughs> But before we get there, we have an ad for you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, let's play an ad. Thomas, you got me? Famous Faces and Funnies in Melbourne, Florida is leading the way in pop culture fun. From comic books and graphic novels to Funko Pops and collector's items, Famous Faces and Funnies has it all. Rick Shea and the professional team at Famous Faces and Funnies are friendly and knowledgeable. Whether you're looking for toys, props, collector treasures, or a new comic book, Famous Faces and Funnies is your one-stop shop. To find Famous Faces and Funnies on Facebook and Twitter, just type at FFFComics. All righty. Look who's entered the building. Oh. <laughs> Thomas has made it. He's 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 remote. He's on an island. Uh he, he, we don't know where Thomas is right now. The, the coast of we don't know. He, he's out of his standard uh standard living area. Thomas, how you doing? Welcome in. You're back on your own show. I'm back. Hello. <laughs> can, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear. I was, I was just warming up the seat for you, Thomas. <laughs> Get out of my house! Why are you in my house? Who are you in here? Where is she? <laughs> so here we go. Uh, in it, we have a new movie, guys. Not new mutants. That piece of junk. <laughs> actual fun. Good listen, listen, listen. Film. Don't, don't, don't talk badly about new mutants, okay? Okay. Quick aside. 10 seconds, Kevin. You get to do your New Mutants review. Hit it. You have 10 seconds. I still had fun watching it. It's awful, but I had fun watching it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, so, hey, that's a, that's a gleaming review. I said don't go see it. Um, <laughs> also, let's make sure we remember that our like kind of – ranking for this for our new reviews is going to be is it worth going to see in the theater if you're healthy and want to go see it is kind of how we preface it so yes uh, the beginning is yes to that question <laughs> um, <laughs> i'll save everyone trouble now yes you want to yeah. see it in the imax 
Because holy fracking shirt bollocks, kids. <laughs> David, while we're here, uh, I, I can't get access. Go to brand. Yes, I, I sir. Made, I, I made graphics in the middle of you guys talking. So. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> oh, I see. Coolio. Don't fall. Cheap technology. All right. So let me start with – oh, my bad. Let me start with the you. Um, I think this is it, this movie has a two and a half hour runtime. Mm -hmm. It's never moved faster for a two and a half hour runtime, in my opinion. Right. Like not just okay. I don't mean that in the sense that jumping from scene to scene, but the the plot just moves and they talk so quickly in these mm -hmm. scenes. I was watching with Jasmine, my girlfriend, and like she's leaning over to me saying they need to slow down, and I'm like the movie's two and a half hours long, and she's like, yeah, they need to slow down. I can't keep up with what they're saying because they. No spoilers yet, but they they run through all these different things and explaining certain aspects mm -hmm. of the film that are crucial to what the heck's mm -hmm. even going on. Mm -hmm. And they do it so quickly. Mm -hmm. One thing I love about the movie, and this isn't a spoiler, but I think it's for people that actually are curious about the movie. I've seen the trailers and don't know if they want to go see it, is that you don't have – it's super fun to dive deep into what the heck's going on. But mm -hmm. the movie makes it easy and they kind of use some characters to make it so if you don't know fully what's happening, you'll still enjoy it. Like Jasmine right. said, she's like, I was confused. So she's like, I was confused for a lot of it. And she didn't really get the ending. But she said she liked the movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know. I explained, Tom. I explained it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you didn't get the ending? And she's like, I didn't understand what's happening. I'm like, all that right. That was the most straightforward ending ever. Mm -hmm. They tell it from Christopher Nolan. They tell you exactly what happens. Yeah. I thought so yeah. too. That's what I was surprised about. And that that's a good point because it, it, I think they actually left things. You said this, Thomas, I think you let it left things open for a trilogy or, or like, yeah. an, or just it, a sequel. I, yes, I, I agree. I agree. It, it definitely left, left things in where, okay, we need another movie to continue this. Which we want is, another movie. Yeah. Which is something they did kind of interstellar. But not it's not a common, I would say, Nolan trope um, is to leave yeah, things up no. for it. it. It could be, but not really. This one kind of make you, makes you want one in a way. And you yes. can see where it could be a fun film if there mm -hmm. was another one. Um, so, mm -hmm. Thomas, you saw this film. Yes, I've been I rambling. Did. What are your kind of overall initial thoughts on it? <clears throat> I, uh, I forgot to bring my laptop over so I could read the review I wrote. <laughs> But right. I'll I'll rattle off what I can remember. Uh, this is the most, this is the simplest plot I think Christopher Nolan has ever had. It's very simple. Bad guy has a bad thing. You got to stop the bad guy before he does the bad thing. Yeah. But in the story, it's the how they stop mm -hmm. that bad guy that really kind of changes it up and makes it complex to where Jasmine and other folks can't follow along. Right. Because – it, it almost wants you to question the reality of what they're using, the science of the quantum physics and the quantum realm and the boopity boops and time travel or whatever's happening. Yeah. Spoilers, uh, spoiler free section. Uh, <laughs> but, but then it, 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 uh, it, it adds layers to it. But at the, the entire time, you know that you got to stop a bad guy and that's all they do. And the methods they use it is very unique. Um, and yeah. it, uh, it, well, uh, it very it, unique is a, it requires you to look at every scenario in your life from multiple points of view. 
analyzing it in every single way. And if you're good at doing that, you're going to figure out the plot and what's happening very fast. I sadly, about halfway through, went, I know exactly what's happening. The only thing that surprised me was the revelation of the protagonist at the end. I was like, oh! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point, I was like, well, that cleaned up all these loose threads I had from little one-liners from characters. Yeah. My only gripe, I have two yeah. gripes. Okay. One is just the sound mixing. There were certain scenes where it was super fracking loud, and then they say something, and it's very important, and you can tell, but you yeah. couldn't understand what they were saying. Where's my subtitles, yeah. IMAX? Yeah. Where's my <laughs> subtitles? Number two, why the hell are they – okay, Christopher Nolan, I love you, brother. But you wrote Elizabeth Debicki as just a damsel in distress. And I emotionally am not okay with that because, I mean, she kills it. I mean, she straight up destroys the role. She takes what she's given and Mm -hmm. turns it into, I mean, I think it's award worthy, but this is why I don't vote for things. She has a great (laughs) performance. Yeah. She's amazing in every single thing she's ever been in. Um, The first thing I ever saw her in was The Night Manager with Tom Hiddleston and Hugh, no, um, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Laurie, the guy who played House. Okay. Oh, they okay. were in it. Okay. They were in it, and she was a damsel in distress, but the entire time she was kind of weaseling underneath one person, and it was so well done. And this was very similar to that that uh, character in certain areas, but in other areas it was way different and way better. But why is she being written as a damsel? She. This is a quick spoiler. It's not that spoiler, but she does mm. get vengeance. <clears throat> vengeance (laughs) but at the end it's like okay like i just felt she has her moment it wasn't enough to me she's being saved multiple times in multiple ways in multiple realities (laughs) only in the (laughs) end she or has she yet what (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) see and that's why her little vengeance situation wasn't enough it was yeah. one bit after – there's at least six different times they save her in this movie. I get that. I understand And it's that, like, right. why can't chicks be badass too, Nolan? Right. <laughs> we it when we did tr- uh, Trilogy of Trilogies, um, we said Rachel, especially in Batman Begins. was a total Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, you just saw this movie. I just saw it. Yeah. So you, you just came out of the theater. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, buddy? What did My you first th- thought is I need to rewatch it. Yes, I completely agree. I have to rewatch it. Unbelievably rewatch. I mean, we'll get into this. We'll get into this when we talk about spoilers. But certain things line up with certain things, and there's a lot of miss, right? Mm. But I loved it. After coming out the theater, I didn't have everything put together in my head. I was like, okay, I know how I know how this flows. I understand everything. I love the ending. I really, really yeah, love the ending. The ending a lot too. But I didn't have everything fully planted mm-hmm. on my drive home. Okay, so this is what they meant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it took it, it. I had I needed to sit with the information, and 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 sit with it a little bit, and to figure out exactly what was happening. Because while I understood, I understood what was happening. I understood the plot, but there are so many dimensions to it. And as Thomas said, you look yes, at it from certain ways. Like, okay, this this is kind of like this can get jumbled kind of quickly. But yeah. if you think about it, if you focus on what's shown to you, don't don't like ex- try to expand your mind on it. It's it's yeah. very it's very cool. It's a such a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable you have to give, cool like, credit on that. 
Like, is he is he taking psychedelics and sitting down and trying to figure out how he can, you know, plan out these things? Because it's a cool concept. Well, so this is what my um, I had some friends that really like Nolan movies, and I was talking to them about it, and I I saw it like right when I could on Monday night last week, and they were asking like, "Hey, what Thomas? What do you have to say?" <laughs> I'm so pissed. You're just having all this fun. <laughs> I'm driving thirteen hours to Texas and. And then you know we we've been things got delayed, so I'm here till Wednesday. <laughs> you have to see so, the movie though. I got I got to see the movie. I had some days off. I drove to Waco. I drove an hour and change away to go see this movie. <laughs> wow! So I had lots of time to sit with it on the way back, and all I could think yeah. was, "Holy crap, dude! That was like, in terms of the story and how it was composed, it was like perfect." There's yeah. not a lot I would change about the story, except Elizabeth Debicki. But what were you saying, David, about your Nolan friends? Yeah, I was saying <laughs> they were asking me, hey, you know, big Nolan, um, Harry from uh, Harry Craig. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was talking to Harry and, and some others, but he was really asking me because he like, I don't talk to him much. He's like, hey, Tenet, what's up? Like, I, I love Nolan. Like, how is it? <laughs> he didn't watch one trailer um, or anything. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to go in like completely pure and just go and see it, like which is awesome. I think going in a movie like that would be amazing. Not yeah. having the yeah. idea of what he's about. Yep. Um, I forget how long I'm talking to him, but he was super excited. So shout out to Harry. I hope he's seen uh, it. I, I should text I, him. I also talked to Harry That's right funny. after I saw the movie. Yeah. Has he seen it? Do you know? Uh, not that I know of. I haven't received a, a smorgasbord of text yet. He oh, said he right. would once he sees it. So. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, so anyway, I was explaining – I was comparing it to other Nolan films. And this is how I broke it down. I don't know if you guys – have you seen all of them or like most of them? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I said yeah. it was a mix of Memento, Interstellar – no, no, no. Yeah. A little bit of Interstellar and more Inception. Like it, yeah. it's a little bit yeah. of Interstellar, yeah. so it's like a big chunk of it's like Memento, Inception, and then a little bit of Interstellar in there. I think Interstellar, not to be spoilery, but Interstellar is more of like the the super crazy like science where it's like, hey, yeah. this isn't just some fantasy land. This is like kind of in the real world, but unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Memento is for the obvious reason, mm-hmm. yeah, um, because it's it, it's worked timeline wise it's like yes this is so much fun that's why i wanted to go see rewatch it what you were saying kevin is that it's like you want to go rewatch it to see what you've missed ah shit. yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but you, yeah. i want to get into spoilers man <laughs> um so yeah well before you get into the spoilers right there's one thing i want to say like and this is classic with nolan i love the way he frames his characters yes he has this way of you know that I mean, there's one scene in particular in picture in my head right now, with the protagonist, and um, we talk about it in spoilers. But just the way you know he gives that really wide shot, and then you get into the nitty gritty of it. I, I love the cinematography in this movie yeah. and the sound design. I like so the mixing of it was. I agree with you. There, it was difficult at times to hear what the characters were saying, but I, I loved. I loved the score. I love the sound. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I love yeah. it. Good. Yeah, the, the score. Yeah, not good. like it was, and I don't. It, it wasn't Hans Zimmer. I know Hans Zimmer is doing um, Dune right now, so oh. he was able to do the sound That's for this, right? But I can't remember the the composer's name. But I love the idea of having that glitchy digital sound to this movie. Yes. It fits mm. so well. I really, really enjoyed that. One thing I want to shout out is just. Um, 
John David Washington and Robert Pattinson's performance. We already, we already yes. talked about um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Debicki, but <laughs> I think Robert Pattinson and John David Washington. Also, I had never seen anything with John David Washington. It is so cool when he sounds like uh, Denzel. <laughs> his his voice, yes, like he actually has like he, there's some moments where you hear Denzel and his voice, and it's like this is so cool. It's it's, it's one of those like legacy things. Where it's like whole like <laughs> guy is actually like you know it's almost like a passing of the torch. He's really good. Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson's character, honestly, after the first scene with him, I'm like, is he gonna be back? Is he like is he gonna mm-hmm. be in this movie a lot? And then it's like, oh, he. And then is. it turns out that yeah. <laughs> he's really in this movie. He's, he's, he's the movie, honestly. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he really is. And there's a funny uh, theory that Jasmine had when we were watching it in the middle. She's like, I think this is what's going on, and didn't it wasn't true, or oh. was it? But. We'll well, get I want to hear, I wanna hear what that is. We'll get to that okay. in spoilers. Yeah. We'll but Washington's spoilers. performance was great. It honestly mm, was great. great. Yeah. yeah. His dialogue delivery and the, the action scenes, the the ferocity in this man, the intensity. Oh, yeah. I felt bad for those guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he brought – he's the only person that can be both very suave and clean and looking like a million bucks in like a $2,000 suit. And then beat the shit oh, out of you funny. with the cheese grater in the same yeah. scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, when he's like, Brooks Brothers won't play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, there was a that, that scene specifically with Michael Caine, um, yeah, the, the, the speed of that dialogue caught mm-hmm. me way off guard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they're cutting back and forth in a really fast way that it's almost in a comedic way, but it wasn't a comedy scene and you can tell but funny about that scene the comedy was taking place with the protagonist and another character but the drama was taking place with michael keen and and the protagonist yes that's true the information was flowing it's fast but it was flowing it it was was breakneck speed which was there was a point where i was like are they just cutting because these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about because <laughs> uh, michael michael kane has admitted he has no idea what this movie's even about <laughs> no, uh, I, no yeah. doubt he's in one scene yeah. spoilers spoilers <laughs> he's only in a scene but he's he's awesome, kane, man. so it's yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah. um and then with with robert pattinson he's basically the main character of this movie from a certain point of view, there's like four main characters from a certain point. Right, of view. Mm-hmm. right. There, there are multiple stories happening in this one movie. Like his, there's, yeah. His performance. This is the first time I've ever seen him perform with his native accent. I yeah. loved it. You know who yeah. could be James Bond? Ooh. <laughs> because that's because yeah. like that's a totally different style of James Bond, but like he would rush it like there mm-hmm. there was a scene is he talking to elizabeth Becky? i'm talking to someone and it's just such snark and it's yeah. like he's such a pompous ass right now and then he smirks <laughs> and it's like ah but you love him for it <laughs> you know what's funny is i feel like i didn't hardly get like any names you know when you go into a movie it's like what even were their names it didn't even matter you know what, what i mean, I mean? Mm-hmm. and Cat? i'm looking yeah Neil. Neil. Oh my God. Uh, John Sater. 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 And um, then protagonist. The lady's name. Um, oh. oh yeah. Uh, 
Mm. It starts with a like I saw this movie with um, two of my good friends, and when we came out, they were they were they had the same reaction. What were everyone's names? Yeah. What was it? But they did a really clever thing with the protagonist, though. I love that. Yeah, John David Washington didn't have it. Well, yeah, he didn't have, and he kept saying, like, he kept saying, "I'm the protagonist." I'm the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool, right? Yeah. So it was so meta, and that was so surprising yeah. coming from Nolan. He's not the most meta guy. No. It was wicked meta, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I will say, kind of, I really want to get into spoilers. Um, <laughs> I feel like that conversation could last longer. So. I wanted to say just kind of final thoughts for someone who's considering, Hey, maybe I wait. I really like what Kevin was saying, the action, you get that kind of mm, like it's in your, it's gritty. It's like, feels real. It's thumping action and mm-hmm. music. And I think it's, it's aggressive. Really- it's aggressive. And the cinematography, you mentioned it earlier, Kevin, when things get a little crazy, the mm-hmm. cinematography, I'm sitting there like, how are they doing this? Right. Right. I mean, it, that that's another point where it's like, yeah, how did they film? How did they film this? Right? Spoilers. Can we get the spoilers? I would love it because I I know how. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right, all right. So everyone, we're in agreeing. Go see it if you can, yeah. if you're able to. Go see this movie. I wish there was an option for those that didn't feel safe or that you know really can't take the risk that it was on digital for them to go see it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't. Why? I want everyone to go see this movie. I want to see this movie only in the big on the big screen. That is that there is so much happening in yep, every yep. single frame that you need to be able to pay yeah. attention on a yeah, different level. A movie where you pay attention to what's happening in the foreground and in the background. It's yeah, it's oh, to- foreground. Oh. Background. <laughs> We're gonna get it to Scarlet Man. Oh. I just broke my shirt. Uh oh, I lost Uh-oh. the button. Damn it. <laughs> All right, everyone. A new shirt. If you're still here and you don't want the inversion, Thomas, you can fix the shirt in there. (laughs) All right, we've officially entered the spoiler zone. (laughs) This is good. This is good enough. That's good, yeah. Um, so inversion. I thought it was so cool when yeah. it's like, all right, what's happening when he first is learning about it? It's like, why is it going back? Like, how how can he control? How is it? Yeah. How, okay. Okay. Here's what, listen. I'll be I'll be asking these questions, and you guys come on, come on, be answers. How? Why? Why are we going backwards? What What is happening? Okay. Before we get there, I just wanted to say it made a lot more sense to me when there was actually the machine that you go into, right? Turn. You go out and it's being inverted and it's like whoa 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 whoa. whoa. I'm Perfect. happy that's how they did it. And it they were saying stuff where you couldn't like you couldn't breathe and it just the like like we were saying the way it was shot and how he's moving backwards mm-hmm. like everything around him is moving backwards. He he's moving so he's moving forward but everything everything else is yeah going backwards. But in the other in the and then you know timeline a i guess he's moving backwards and everything else is moving forwards you know what i mean so yes. <laughs> and just when he first i just think the movie to me it was fun i was having a great time my mind was being all pulled in seven different directions but when he finally was like no i'm going in and i'm going backwards and i'm going to go do this 
that's right. when it took off for me. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a that's about an hour and fifty. It's about yeah, yeah. It was building, building, building to get to that moment. And yeah. then when they get there, that's when everything starts everything making happens. sense. Yeah. And and that that shit, how they filmed it. He had to film everything in reverse. Did he? Okay. No and if you watch, he had to blink in reverse. He had to throw stuff in what? reverse. He stepped. So the step, yeah. Brandon Davis, uh, the Brandalorian from comicbook.com, had an interview with him, and I watched it because I knew that. I mean, I saw the trailer. I was like, stuff's going backwards. I got to know how that's made. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, I had to learn that entire thing. I had to learn fights backwards and forwards. <laughs> one fight. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I mean, I mean spoilers. spoilers or spoilers. <laughs> he fights no, we're, we're spoiler Let's go. he fights himself. That was so cool. Yeah. And I, I, I picked up on that at, at some point along, like way before that happened. I was like, oh, he fought himself. But I'll tell you. Okay, so I didn't pick up on that. Oh, and when yeah. it happened... It was so rewarding. Yeah. It was so this rewarding. Was a rewarding film. This movie is a rewarding yeah, yeah, exactly. film. Mm-hmm. Following along, along, you're like, okay, so what does this mean? And then everything gets answered. It's yes. So good. Which is rare for Nolan. Mm-hmm. Completely. And there's still some loose ends. So, okay, here's the Jasmine crazy Are there loose ends? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going like this, and you can just kind of it's, it's, wherever it's, you want. Yeah. Yes. What was it? Uh, the Twilight at Dusk or something? Oh, I need a new wow. tenant. <laughs> I forget what it was. Something like that, yeah. Here's the theory okay, that you have to ask midway through. She goes, I think it was right when that kind of stuff was happening. Um, and, and Oh, quick aside before I get to this. It was during the scene when she looked at me. Remember when they were going, when, um, what's her name, was shot in reverse? The inversion shot? Yeah. That was gnarly. But second, if you remember in that scene when um, Robert Pattinson and John David Washington talking back and forth. When the when the camera would cut, it would cut and they would be in like slightly different locations. And in my head, I'm like, this is like them. This is him like look like kind of giving us a look at like multiple universes going in the same timeline. I don't. Which well, I think the multiple cuts were from two sides of the. Uh... Stay with me. so it's they're in the little um confinement area i think they're trapped chamber that leads to the door right private yeah yeah they're they're in the the inversion Mm -hmm. okay um uh what's the character's name um elizabeth uh Uh, cat cat is cat is you know laying down she's like asleep they knocked her out that's what it's after robert pattinson like injected her and said hey you need to sleep okay okay and they're just kind of talking back and forth, and they're just driving along, and they're like, "Oh, this is when they were in the the container." Oh my god! And they're just You're right. And you okay? I think it's supposed to be for the most people. Oh, time is passing, but it was the same conversation happening. So it wasn't like time was passing; they were moving the locations. The same conversation is happening, and when they would cut the camera, maybe I look, maybe I thought too much into this, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure when the camera would like cut, they'd be in slightly different like positions or like locations but they'd be continuing the same conversation and it wasn't like they had moved it was like we were seeing multiple timelines happening at the same time and it was showing like the strands of like how reality can be slightly different okay i mean that's brilliant (laughs) i i noticed that they were in different locations but i thought it was just 
time was passing because exactly. I wasn't thinking too right, much. Right, I was, same, I was same. focused on the dialogue of what they were talking about. What they were I wanted to know. Like they weren't and, just like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't think about it until you mentioned that. And you're right. That is, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. how many times have I said yeah, yeah. on this one today? Yeah, that, that's a good, that, that was a good observation, David. Yeah. I really want to go back and watch it and see if I'm like, maybe that was what they were actually doing. Because in the moment, yeah. I'm like, wait, it's not exactly the story they're telling, actually, but it seemed like they were kind of nodding at that, where mm-hmm. there is these multiple things. So here's the here's the th- the the story. Here's the theory that Jasmine came up with. <laughs> um, she said during that scene, she leans over and was so maybe I was distracted. She's like, "I bet Robert Pattinson is her son. He's the little boy." That's what Jasmine said, and he's been going in time, and he like he's like from way in the future as her son. And she's like, I bet that's what they'll reveal at the end. They didn't, but it's still up for interpretation. And I was like, That's a I was actually kind of upset in my head. I'm like, Dude. Jasmine, that's a better film. <laughs> listen, listen, whoever is watching this right now, if it isn't written yet, Jasmine called it. You should write it now. <laughs> dibs, dibs, yeah. Dibs. <laughs> Yeah, she, I mean, it, it was a good – what's funny, though, is actually in the theater, I'm like, did you just ruin the ending for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but really the, the, end, the ending was so rewarding, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The whole battle scene of them going in reverse and being at the same time. Oh, I loved um, – the actor who played, like, the missionary, he was um, Quicksilver. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, that Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yeah. It is Aaron Taylor oh, Johnson. I love okay. I love that scene with him briefing the yep. team. So cool. Yeah, the briefing in yeah. one's in the inversion and one's not. Him and- explaining, yeah, him explaining exactly how everything is gonna go on. Like we were a part of that team. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was cool. I appreciated that. And and then it's uh, I love the part when someone's asked him some question. It's like it's like it's, it's like there's no need to know, and you don't need to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Spicy. Yeah, that's it how was, you keep the timelines intact. Yeah, it was so cool opening up where I think where it really was like everyone gets it, or it's like holy crap, that's what this movie is about. Where it's mm-hmm. like you have to just be ready for everything in your timeline to be like, oh, I have to do this later, or I have to do this now. Right. Like with Robert Pattinson at the end, where like uh, the protagonist knows he is going to die, mm-hmm. um, but he's like, "Oh, it's fine. Like I have to go do that because that was me." So like mm-hmm. I have it's, to, these like time jumpers. It's like you have to just be ready and do your part. You can't. What happened? Happened. What happened? Yeah. Happened. And we get exactly. the yeah, and the protagonist. Uh, like he, we see, we get hit, hit at the end. You know how he's kind of been. He's been the guy. <laughs> yeah. and learning this and it's funny enough it it definitely leads a rewatch because funny enough as oh. long, he's learning as well and whenever robert pattison said that if what what happens happened yeah uh, so cool exactly, exactly. that's exactly cool. the line yeah what happened yeah. happened and that's the whole point of the movie and that's the yeah. clip. Like, i'll tell you one part that really like i knew that okay i'm fully into it when they got so that that little like car the truck scene i should say and robert pattison is following in the bmw behind mm. anyway so the protagonist jumps in the seat but from the moment you first see the bmw you notice the mirror is busted mm-hmm. I, noticed, I was like, yeah. why, yes it's why like is shot it why why is that and then it happens i'm like what 
Yeah. See, but, I picked up on that. There's another part just like that earlier in the movie. Oh, it's it's when he first fights himself, and you see the bullet holes, and I'm like, oh, okay, because because it was the same. Well, I mean, they they telegraph it in the very opening scene mm-hmm. when he's seeing the bullet hole, and he's like, what the hell? And then it slowly yeah. builds up, and then he backs away, and it shoots out and shoots someone behind him. Mm-hmm. That I I noticed at that point, I was like. Oh, okay. So it's already happened and it right. happens in reverse. So I started picking up looking for those little clues. And that's what led me to recognizing that he was going to be fighting himself. What I did yeah. not anticipate was him. Well, I didn't anticipate it until he went into the machine. And then I was like, oh, he's literally there in three places at the same time. Right. Yeah. right. Like, and that's why, because I noticed that he ripped his mask off, and then he didn't do anything. He ran away yes. and stopped him. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And that was oh, the thing where... I was, I was thinking it was his, himself at first. And then as yeah. we got deeper in, I'm like, oh my god, no, that's going to be him. Dude, the He's fight, the one. when he fights himself, oh my gosh, oh, it's so, so cool. cool. It's so cool. And like it being in reverse. And Okay, this is the thing about this film that I think is so worth a rewatch. It's because you're going through it and you you're watching a movie typically and you watch it and what's happened it's in the past now 45 minutes ago that happened a while ago we're still yeah. moving forward this movie it goes to a point and mm-hmm. then it comes back it comes back <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. like holy crap this is yes, so bro, just cool. that fight scene with him fighting himself just going back to the airport really scene was I thought awesome yeah, because there's so much to dive into during the airport scene. The way, you know, actually thinking about it now, the way that fight scene was shot in terms of what they chose to focus on and how they chose to show certain things, it, him picking up the gun, him like crawling backwards. Yeah. Look at it when he goes back to it now. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so cool. I, I one, one other thing. So speaking of the inversion is – one of the best scenes to me is, you know, through explaining it and actually understanding it and seeing how just how it, how cool it looks on screen. I mean, that's part of the reason no one wanted to do this is just how insanely awesome it could look on screen. And mm-hmm. like and just the, what they can do of cinematography is when they're in that room where it's two sided and one side's going forward and one side's going backwards and there's a machine mm-hmm. and we see it all. So we see the full scene of um the, the bad guy i forget his name also great bad guy he was really good Sater. 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 played by kenneth branagh he the, kenneth branagh it makes a great bad guy i thought I he was scary yeah i yeah. really really like that character even you though know, he has like a he had a bit of a man child syndrome type stuff if you, if yeah. i can have you no one can have you yeah, but I really like this character. Me too. You know, I loved how he said he's gonna torture him by slitting a throat, uh, slitting his throat, <laughs> and sh- cutting his balls off and shoving his balls in his neck, just because it's hilarious to watch him <laughs> try and pull balls out of throat before choking. I thought it was his balls. bones, not his balls. Balls. No, he said balls. Yeah. Balls. Oh. <laughs> balls. Yeah. I was like, savage. I literally I thought it was balls. I instantly put that in my. In my brain, it was like, I'm going to have to do something like that in a film one day. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to the that scene. Um, when they So there's the scene where um, Savit has Cat, right? Cat? Mm-hmm. See, the names in the movie. Well, which, which, which scene? That's the thing. The, he has the, her multiple times. Bro. No, I'm going to explain. I, no, no, I no. So bad for her. 
I know, right? When <laughs> when they have her in that when it's in that room and you walk when we first walk in and we're in uh David uh the protagonist's point of view and it's him holding her behind the plexiglass. Yes, 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 yes. Right. And we're getting it. It's like it's like in reverse yeah. there and then you know forward on our side. It was awesome to me, and it was something that makes this movie two and a half hours. They show that full scene twice. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's a bold move in today's world where yeah, you, it, it you didn't literally show a scene twice, but it was just one way. It was it, like it, exactly what it was. And it was just so cool to see. And I thought that was something that lasted like five, 10 minutes, but was so worth it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it was a bold choice by Nolan. And I just want to give him a shout out. To uh, I, what I found really interesting about that scene is when it came to the, the dialogue, I couldn't understand shit over that. Same, speaker. same. I think it was in reverse. I was, it was, I was about to say it, a lot of reverse, that, a lot then, of that audio in that world was in reverse, and they knew what they were saying, so they had a full-on conversation while mm-hmm. the other was speaking. And we in didn't reverse. know. <laughs> yeah, because he goes through it and it's like you gave him everything, and I'm like, did he give him everything? I don't actually know. And then you find out he's in the bloody B and W driving backwards and so they both yeah. see it like i was like oh i was like oh he's got a leg up on him and then he saw him and i was like shit no he doesn't i just have to shout out again him going out with the breath thing and starting to go backwards is the best moment in the movie in my oh. and if it's you watch closely the superhero moment it's a... <laughs> yeah it really is and i'm doing this closely, i'm going out and being the danger yeah yeah, and if you watch closely, you can tell that it's in. That he shot it. Yeah, in it reverse. seems like it. Yeah, because like so that, that first steps. thing with the footstep, the footstep into the puddle. You know that's in. Yeah, you know yeah. that's in reverse. Yeah, and and how he moves is enough. But the the way that it works in story is that you feel like you're. What did they say? You're swimming. You're walking upstream. Yeah, you're swimming basically. upstream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everything and is so, yeah. yeah. And it's like you know that that's a great little piece of dialogue to be like, oh, that's why it's not smooth. Oh, and, yeah. And it works out right. very well. He was so driving. When, you know, he was warned about the driving. He asked yeah. about the driving was scary. He He's like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, my probably the best part of that whole thing is setting someone on fire is actually freezing them and freezing them is setting them on fire mm-hmm. because everything's inverted. Because, you know, and I, I love the idea of it wasn't just like time manipulation. It was actual physics at play. It mm-hmm. was the reverse of physics. So if things get hotter, then you're going to feel it get colder in the That's reverse. really interesting. That kind of pushed it for me. I'm like, wait, what? Well, I like that. I like I, that. Yeah. I like it because there's already a theory in science that our reality is paralleled specifically with an inverted reality. So everything that you see and you feel and you do is the opposite. So example, we live in what is called space time. And in that reality, time, it's in, it's time space. So we traverse uh, space at a rate of time. There you traverse time at a rate of space. And that is essentially what right. they do. Slightly different because Time is moving whether they're moving or not. Mm-hmm. But the, the direction they move in time. Exactly. You can just yeah. stream backwards. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a slight difference, uh, slightly different play on it. But, you know, in the theory in uh, not the Nolan film, the idea is that if you go east, you're going into the future. And if you go west, you're going into the past. Mm-hmm. And if you go north, 
you're doing something super weird. I don't remember what it is. And if you go south, you're doing the opposite of that. And yeah, it's right. Just wild. It was an actual machine to do this. You had to go into a machine. I love yes. Yeah. Into a machine for it to be changed. That I think was key because mm-hmm. I think for anyone going in there, that's what I was saying earlier with it being a physical, scientific like thing, like an interstellar, where it feels like it's actually kind of grounded in some sort of reality where there's science being told to you that's like oh this is technology this is science like thomas was just saying it's something like it's a theory but in this rea- in this movie it's real so mm-hmm. it makes it feel like hey we're not watching some fantasy sci-fi flick we're watching something an action movie that is taking crazy risks and using these theories as reality and i think the seeing a physical machine um, seeing a scientist being like working on this stuff and studying it helps see like that sort of thing. It's not just, Hey, we all hold hands and say three magic words and now we're going backwards. So some, you know what I mean? Like I thought it was so cool to see a physical machine and how, um, well, the, a lot of movies just how incredibly valuable this is and, and how it's so important that he does this and how it's, I mean, it's kind of a, uh, silly trope in this film the the stakes is just the whole world's gonna explode <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know in a way i'm like really yeah. that, that that's what we're going with that's no one... the best you got <laughs> yeah but, i mean one that's the same thing have. in uh in villain ted three one question <laughs> i do have is who is the protagonist's boss yeah himself yeah. or was it that gentleman we saw after he woke up in the beginning that's a damn good question. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Because he was the one to, ex- to say, Tenet will get you open the right doors and open the wrong doors or whatever. That guy's like a wise man or something. Who was he? Who was he? And how was he related to the protagonist? I think everything that that organization was created by the protagonist. So whether the protagonist is still alive, which I don't think he is. Mm-hmm. The the old version, at least. Yeah, like um, the future version. The future version. I don't think he's alive anymore, but he went back in time to set this up specifically mm-hmm. to get to that point where they do right. stop it because you can't right. have loose ends. I think there might be one loose end, but I'll ask you guys' opinion in a minute because mm-hmm. I don't remember the actual fallout of that scene. Okay. Um, and so in terms of who his boss is, his boss is whoever is in charge in that moment. Whether he yeah. is there in that reality going forward in time as an old man mm-hmm. or not, I don't believe so. Because doesn't Neil mention that he died? Neil I mentions that he met him at a much older age and they had a lot of adventures together. Um, I don't know if I caught he died. I so, That was an emotional moment. Well, that, that, I think that's what we should really dive into, you know, what Neil was trying to explain. But before we get into that, there's one thing that they mentioned that I really, really enjoyed was the grandfather, like the grandfather paradox. Yes. yes. We were talking about David where, you know, maybe multiple realities. In that scene, Neil is laying on the, the gurney and he's like, that's the deal with the, the grandfather, grandfather paradox. So what if I go back in time and kill myself? Would I then be alive? Mm-hmm. We don't know. It's a paradox. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It, it's, that's what I, and paradoxes are fun because of that. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. it's basically the uh, going they, – they toy with the idea in the same way that they toyed with it in Interstellar of going into a black hole, what happened. Yeah. But in Interstellar, they went back and did it. And yeah. I think that's where people got upset. So in this movie, instead of doing it, he's like, ah, we'll just throw the idea in your face and be like, ha-ha. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was all a red herring. 
(laughs) It's funny going into this movie. I didn't know they were going to dive so far into the inversion and it being in all honesty, it's a time traveling movie, you know, it's simple way of putting it. Like, I think Nolan would maybe take offense with that, but that's what it is. I mean, you could compare it to a, you, you could literally take the logic of back to the future and compare it to Nolan and, and compare it to Tenet. If you wanted to, it, yep. you can compare it to Endgame. There was Endgame yeah. moments in this movie that Bill and you know, Ted. Instead, yeah, instead <laughs> of going, like, it's funny. Tenet weird to compare it to Endgame, but because of time traveling, you kind of have to at this point. And it's funny because in Endgame, we're getting we're going back to scenes that happened years ago here. You know, like mm-hmm. 2020 or 2012's Avengers. In Tenet. We're doing that, but it's like a slingshot, like it's like a boomerang. We went so far and we came back and we're getting the same kind of, same sort of feeling and emotions I got watching Endgame a bit, where we're just the, I don't know, how neat it is to see something play back to you from a different perspective. In this way, yes. first. Um, okay, quick thing. Um, there was one gripe I kind of got. They didn't explain this part. Jasmine was like, what? So he's going backwards now. He's going in inversion. He's going backwards. And then like, and it's like, hey, can't breathe. Need the thing. A bunch is happening. He's talking to the arms dealer woman who's not actually an arms dealer, right? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. He's talking, and it's like she, he's talking to her because they – so now it's getting confusing with the timelines. He's talking to her before he talked to her in the first – Yeah, they have – so when they had that conversation, they didn't meet yet. Or no, they had they had met, but they hadn't talked from an earlier scene. It was like the second time you see them talk, I think. Right? See, this is where it gets difficult. See, there, <laughs> that scene was a little bit – the way they broke that dialogue down was a bit confusing because he she definitely spoke to him in his first ex- – we're going to follow John David Washington, the protagonist's timeline as we follow. Yes. So he had already spoken to her. To get the football, I'm sorry, the uh, the nuclear bomb, which turns out to be the thing. I'm calling it a football because, right, right, you know, yeah. it's easier. Yeah. Okay, and, and then she's he says not to do that, and she says, "Well, what's happened? Happened?" And he goes, "No." So you wait. So you knew I was going to lose it, and she's like, "Well, no," or something. And then I got confused at the end of that because it just went to a place, and then it instantly cut away really fast, mm-hmm. and I don't Whoa. remember the. See, I don't remember the resolution of that scene, which I didn't remember that I didn't remember until you brought it up. Yeah. And then I don't remember the resolution of breaking apart the contraption at the end and what the fudge happens. So, right. wait, what do you mean the conclusion? They basically are like, we can't see each other ever again. Yeah, that I thought it was like, what are they going to do with the thing? Just hide them. Yeah, hide it. That that was the main purpose, just to get – just to take, It's like hide taking it. the lock away from the – like blocking the key. Mm-hmm. So that is that's the only loose thread in the film. Yeah, Anybody they can find there. That. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like each the the three of them, whatever they have it in some capacity, and it's like not, they can't see each other ever again because they do they have to kill each other, right? Kill right. the other because you can't like it, it's it's the whole well at that point it's because just the knowledge at that point is yeah. just that you know is enough to be dead. Mm-hmm. So even if you would never tell, you never tell. You could get your teeth pulled out at the beginning. Mm-hmm. All these things. So no, because knowledge. So because that key is taken away, is the inversion still possible? Yes. Oh, oh, he's doing it. That's the whole. Yeah. I mean, the end. 
Yeah, he he, he inverts. No, no, the, the the thing getting the that's like the that's the uh, doomsday uh, the football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing that it's going to end the world. Yeah, the world. yeah, yeah. So they the inversion still very much right. out there. There's the, there's the machines. There's all these different things they can do mm-hmm. that with, and we're seeing trained soldiers in the inversion. It's like yes, yes, they're like time time soldiers. You really? I think what's the? I mean, there's going to be a fanfic. I'm sure there's already something on Reddit. You uh, want What you want What I would want to see is this sort of technology being more used more readily, and like how it is, and like. 40 years and seeing like it, it just being like this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I don't know. It's such a fun sandbox. Nolan made and you, we just want to play in it more. I think is the, mm. the big takeaway by going yes. to see it again, but also that he's not going to make a, tr- a sequel. I highly doubt it, but Which, that'd be awesome. Uh, I need it. It's it's the only, like yeah. I, I wanted a sequel to inception, but this one, because this the, foot, one the, the, the football still exists. Right. All you need is one person to travel back in time and mm-hmm. interrogate the person and somehow pull the knowledge. Now, obviously, the key is that you won't reveal the knowledge, um, which is why at the beginning, uh, he's only accepted into it after he dies and tries to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if somebody knows that's a thing and they try to kill themselves, they could. the whole point with the inversion is that you can stop something and do it different. Right. Theoretically. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and so that's what they try to do. It's like writing wrongs. That's the whole um. It that that's where in my head, of course, you know me, Thomas. I'm like, hey, Back to the Future. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, this. I mean, literally, it's hey, we have this machine. Let's go fix and make things right. Um, and 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 also the end of Back to the Future Three. Emily's here. Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. Um, it, the ending is also like, hey. What what was the was the line, Kev? Whatever happens, happened. Whatever happens, happened. And that's a destiny kind of thing. And that's when yeah, we get yeah. back to the future three, where it's like, hey, your future isn't made yet. Do what you want. And it's I don't know. I I, I don't know if I loved this movie. I did, but it's like I want to see it more. I love it. What what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't no, know. The reason I want a sequel is that last conversation between Neil and the protagonist. Yeah, exactly. I want to to see that. that. I want to yeah. see what they get into. We're never going to see it. Because yeah. then you do have a weird possibility Sorry, of Jeff. Denzel coming in. <laughs> I mean, he probably wouldn't, but Denzel could come in and do a little bit of stuff here. That would be if that's the case. <laughs> and, and it would be amazing because, you know, whatever happens happened. Well, they hid the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in the future, it still gets made. Right, right, right. That's the right. thing. That's the so thing. All they can get sent back at a different time. Yet. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So that's where the sequel could come in. And because it exists now, maybe they, maybe it was made super far in the future, and then someone finds out about it in the less far future, and then comes back in time to try and get it. And that's how we get because they they talk about all the adventures they had. Maybe yeah. they had adventures yeah. trying to destroy mm-hmm. it. In that was area. incredibly emotional, and it shouldn't have been as emotional as it was. <laughs> right? <laughs> like it's like holy it, crap! Like they had a whole history character, and it's the, that's about the only part that confused me because Neil is in in Group B inverted. Then right. he goes to Red uh, regular verted. Then he goes back to yeah. Goldberg, which is in the middle he, of the mission. He switches. Yeah, he, doesn't he do? That. He does that three times. 
Well, at, he? by the end, it's three. Yeah. Well, yeah. The end, three. He's going back he's, again. He's no, 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 no. Again. He was in. He was blue, blue then blue. red, then blue, but then he came back to red. Wait, at the what? end, I think. Again, I'm telling you, this is the only part that confused me. I thought he because, just did it twice. Yeah, right? same. I thought he did it. I thought he did it three times. I thought he literally went. So he goes from blue, and then he goes to red, and then we get the whole scene with him talking about how they had a whole past and stuff. And then we, he, when he he knows he dies, he goes back to blue. See, no, I think he goes to blue again. Wait, at the, the end when they were talking, were they in blue or red? They were in red. Which is why I'm thinking it happened three times. All right, let's go see this movie right now. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's I just got to say, before we continue, I just got to say, that first interaction with Patterson, with, with Neil and the protagonist, I know you. I, it's my job to know everything about you. And then yeah. it's, he's, he's known him basically his whole life. Yeah. Yep. He's the it's, kid. He's cast is, kid. Yeah. It's, uh, that is a <laughs> effing strong possibility. So I, I, I don't know when – Cat was mentioning like that girl, and she was jealous that she he she was seen so free. She was the girl. Bro. She was the what? As yes. soon, yo, as soon <laughs> as soon as soon as they went inverted, and they were like, "Well, we have to do this." I'm like, "Oh, she's the fucking girl." Like, <laughs> I, I knew, I knew about the when I realized that John, uh, the protagonist, was gonna fight himself. I was like, "Oh, she's the girl that jumps off." The I boat. hate, okay. I hate that I, I realized it too soon. I hate that I realized it. I, I wanted that through. that emotional feeling of being, oh, that's her. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. And I didn't realize it. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I'm too. <laughs> see, I I'm a I'm too much of a detective when I go see, especially Nolan films. I'm always trying to figure out what's happening. Yeah, and is that is why most often I don't watch trailers because yeah, I find, exactly. I figure it out. I have enough right. information yeah. to I'll go th- A B C D and. I picked up so early that once you see something, it is important. Yeah. And, and that's going to come back later on. And then once about halfway through the movie, I do believe it was, I was like, oh, I know the whole ending now. I, I will say um, one thing, like you guys was like, oh, I don't love it. Or like, so I was like, how don't you love it? I would say the reason I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is as good as Inception or any other, like Dark Knight, like any other great Nolan film is just that watching it, I think after my second viewing, I'll be like, yeah, this is up there. Mm-hmm. But the first time watching it, I had to be sitting there so like honed in and being like, what the heck's going on? And there's right. the moments where you can't really hear. So it's a little frustrating. Yeah. It'll get better as you watch it. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. I mean, I, I did love it. I cause the, the, the payoffs I loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 For that. that I enjoyed the pace and I enjoyed the technology and the, st- and the creativity of this movie is off the charts. You, it makes sense Nolan wanted this movie just to be out in the world because like everyone's gonna talk about it when it's out, and it's such a cool flick to see in theaters that it's like please, yeah, please put it out. Um, but yeah, that that would be why I was like kind of hesitant to be like best movie ever, just because I think first time viewing it, the payoffs I loved. They're the best part, but it's a very rewarding film. Yeah, exactly. But the build sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm almost like sitting here sweating. <laughs> but Which I'm no bad thing. I want to rewatch it. Is I just want to caught what I missed. Same. I just yeah. want to caught what I missed. Yeah, exactly. I, I have I have questions about the beginning of the film. Is the protagonist there? Like, as soon as the movie ended, all I could think was, is he in this scene? Like, when? Like the the opening scene. 
when would, you're at the, the Russian were, opera. The opera, yeah. Right. All I could think when the movie ended was, was he in there somewhere? Oh, like, was there another one of oh, him? Was there real, another real, one of him? Yeah. Was real. anyone going in? Oh, yeah, because there was the shot backwards. So there was some inverted people there. There was, there was the, the bullet going backwards. Yeah, so there was. Near oh, him. So did he do that? Right. Like, because that was really the starting point of yeah, the story. Yeah, did he do that? But just to tease him. That. Exactly. Right. Like, so, he went back and did that to cue him up. Oh, and then what about this? To, it's one loop. It's one big loop, man. No, no. What about this? What if we see two of him and we don't notice it? We don't realize, but it's actually two. That's of him. that's what Thomas is saying. Yeah. No, no, but like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. But like, you actually, mean his actually face. seeing him? Yeah, like we're we're going through and we think it's just the one we're watching, but it actually it turns out that it it wasn't the whole time. I don't know. Maybe I think that this kind of goes along with that theory. The thing about you it, know, you can practically imagine any concept you have in this movie, and I think it will be true. <laughs> yeah, that's what's so fun about Nolan films. Is it the IMAX poster that has four of him? Uh, no way! In yeah. different, like so, uh, uh, over on our the one over here, the little tenant, it's that, yeah. but it's bigger, and it's well, it's not even having him faced in two different ways. It's one up top. One up here, uh -huh. one over here, one over there, and one over there. Yeah. Like there's no four way. of them. And, and Tenet's like slightly skewed. Um, uh, I think it's the pic the poster that I used. I, go look at my – oh, shit. Did I post that? On my Instagram. Um, <laughs> I posted the IMAX one. I think that has four different ones of him. Yeah. And, and if we're thinking about it, there is a scene where there's three of him. Yeah. yeah. So it's – Yes. Yeah. I would say that this movie is one that is a like I started this whole review. It moves so fast for mm -hmm. a two and a half hour movie, and you have to be paying attention. There's no pee breaks. There's no nothing. You there's have no, to be yeah, yeah, exactly. No pee breaks. Honed in, and it's because they tell like kind of the movie twice in some spots, uh, just just one way going in one direction and one way the other. And they have to explain so much. It's in, it's incredible that we got so much explanation that made some sort of sense. And that was you could follow it and you cared about it. And that there was emotional stakes in the game. Um, right. Because that's mm -hmm. two huge things in this movie that they had to nail. Along with all the other, um, I, I, I would guess, more kind of filmmaking stuff. Yeah. Like how incredibly cool it looks and the sound design and the score. But also just saying, hey, we actually care about these characters and we have to explain this brand new concept to most people and <laughs> have it make some sense. And by the 130 mark, you have to understand it and be ready to roll. Mm -hmm. And they do a great job of that. I think that was probably like when Nolan was probably like writing it out, he's probably like, all right, at 115, 130, we've got to go, we got to start going backwards <laughs> and we have to nail it. We have to. At that point, like a goal probably was probably just to say, hey, at that point, people have to understand enough to be able to do that. Because if they did it earlier in the movie, we'd be like, what the heck is happening? Big facts. Big facts. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt earned when we got to that point when he first goes inverted. It's like, okay. And then then you're like, oh, I'm going to learn how things work. And then you actually yeah. do. Mm -hmm. Like you learn more by watching what happens. A lot of visual listening. cues. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, you know, you're talking about how we get explanations. A lot of the reviews I've seen that like hate on it are saying, we don't get an explanation of what's going on. And then the same mm -hmm. damn people who get mad when someone gives them an explanation and they completely miss the whole, 
Like, do they explain exactly scientifically how the inversion process works? Right. No. Why mm -hmm. is that even important? Honestly, it's mm -hmm. not. Then you'd have a 15 minute scene of dialogue trying to explain the science and the physics. Right. Nobody right. fracking wants that shit. Yeah. yeah. They did that in Interstellar and everyone bitched. So, pop <laughs> off it, you know. But I, I will say, they did it, I thought they did a good job of it. And we get those moments with um, the protagonist where he's like, what? Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, that's us right now. Thank you. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I got it. Yeah. No, there's those, those, those um, perspective moments where we are him. Like, we're, we're, we're following right. him. And it's like, okay, we don't – those moments, I think – that's what helped me enjoy it more, especially in the first hour and a half. Yeah, there was nothing that he knew that the yeah, audience did. Exactly. I don't have to know this yet. Or like, it's right. okay if that made no sense. Or if I can't understand Michael Caine talking. Um, right. <laughs> I think that was a good choice. That was a really good choice to have the audience learn as the protagonist learns. Yeah. Yes. And that's not something that we normally get. Exactly. Anymore. No, no, and no. I very much – and especially because to a lot of people – this is going to be the first time they ever see John David Washington. Like David's like, I've never seen anything of him. Bro, I want to slap him in the face for it. You've never seen um Ballers? What? Not Ballers, the uh Black Klansman? Yes, Black Klansman. Yeah, I watched Black Klansman only because I'd watched Ballers for the first 3 or 4 yeah. seasons. Someone and he's he's like he's in Ballers, dude. Him and The Rock are bros in Ballers. He plays yeah. Ricky Jarrett. 100% different than the character you see on this movie. Really? Oh, I got to check it out. Think of um think of stereotypical wide receiver that has emotional problems and is really erratic in their behavior. <laughs> That's him. Totally different. Yeah. Goes to the Patriots to try and win a Super Bowl, pisses <laughs> someone off, and I think he gets cut. Okay. Like, Antonio Brown. Oh, no, he's better than Antonio Brown. <laughs> he is better than Antonio Brown. By the way, Kevin has no idea what we're talking about when it comes to football, so I hope he enjoyed that. I, don't, I know who Antonio Brown is. That's yeah, well, he's, he's, he's big. <laughs> <laughs> That's Probably the, not the right reasons. Probably not because he's an unbelievable football player. but Because, <laughs> because he's a shitty person. I said it. <laughs> yeah. I said it. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, so should everyone go see this movie – if they're not gonna die. Yes. If you're still watching at this point, I'd hope you've already seen the movie. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> seriously, Terry. If you don't see it, if you're still watching. <laughs> it's, it's a good watch. It's definitely it's it tenant is one of those movies that you know you're gonna maybe next 20 years we're gonna still be talking about. Oh, tenant? Oh it's gonna I, be yeah. I, I, I think it's gonna be considered a cult classic. Yeah. Like yeah. Because I, it's not for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like the people right. it's for, they're gonna be like. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's it's one of those yeah. movies where either you hate it or you love it. Yeah, maybe. I don't even think that. I think it's either. People just might not get it. People are just gonna be like, ah. Yeah. What was? Yeah, 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 yeah. What was that? Yeah. Like yeah. unlike Inception, where they're like, oh my god, what's the ending? And again, <laughs> I'm that guy. I know yeah. what the ending is on the first watch. I paid attention. I picked apart the scenes. It never wobbles, not once when they're in the dream world and it wobbles at the it's end. Yeah. That's enough. There's physics for you. I've been <laughs> barking up this hill and dying on this mountain. Hashtag it did not wobble. For 10 years. <laughs> so oh. in this movie, it's Ten more of just like 
Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, oh, I don't understand the ending. I'm like, did you even watch the fucking movie? Bro? <laughs> but for Tenet, it's um, like, I loved it. And when I walked out, I was like, I don't, I, I had this weird mix of, there was a weird center emotion of like, I don't actually think I know how I feel about it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's and what I'm it's, saying. It's like, there's something I, about it. And I think that feeling is there. And I think it's designed to be there. To pull you back in and see it again. I want to see it so much again. You know, like, I, yeah. Same. I got a, I mean, I'm driving all day Wednesday, but if <laughs> I drive fast, I might go see it on my way home. Yeah, I might, I'm going to probably try to see it again this week. Um, I, I think I will. Um, so just jealous. for people that are watching this, again, I think I'm actually going to um, post this part of the spoiler section on YouTube as its own, whatever, it's been 30 minute chunk. So, Anyone wants to see a spoiler? Hey, I wasn't tuning in live because I hadn't seen Tenet yet. They can come back and watch this later. And hopefully you're watching this right now on YouTube and enjoyed our spoiler conversation. So, hey. Maybe. Or mobile timelines. Whoa. 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 Speaking of, David, I need you to watch Bill and Ted 3. Okay. Because if if you don't cry, you have no heart. Okay. (laughs) He's not going to watch it. I know he's not. I know he's not, Kevin. I bought all three movies, and then I watched the third one yesterday and cried it. so hard. He's he's gonna be too busy playing Avengers, and then tomorrow that oh, I had I got stuff to do, man. I'm watching it tonight. Whoa, Kevin. Whoa. When I get home, I'm gonna be playing Avengers, boy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Can't freaking wait. Hey, Kevin, I, are you getting the game? Are you getting the game? No. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Why? David, you know this. The only video game I play, the only only video game I play is Forza. You are literally my brother, and I hate (laughs) 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 you. I do not understand. (laughs) I do not understand the craze with car people that Forza is like this holy <laughs> text of a video game. I think it's a bad video game. It's a, bro, it's a, a tape from reality, bro. It's a bad In video In reality, game. I cannot you, afford the cars. Do you, that's, okay, that's very fair. That's what I do in GTA. <laughs> I get the cars that I could never afford. Yeah, but do, you, do you play Need for Speed? No. No, I'm telling you, it's these guys that are like cars, cars, everything cars. The realism. Blah blah blah. It's not a fun game. I give me Mario Kart all day. Mario oh, yeah. Kart. <laughs> so that ends our spoilers. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no. One thing you, David. One thing you gotta watch is the boys, though. I'm looking. I will. For no, I totally will. I'm hyped for that. I'm looking forward to it's been LP a episode and listening to what yeah. you guys say about it. Oh my god, yeah. bro, ladies and gents. Seriously, the boys is are back in town. Explosive, David. I feel bad for you because I've dropped so many f bombs that you have to edit out of the audio podcast. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be hitting this. I just, I just gotta say one thing, and I promise I hope you get this. I, I cannot drink milk the same way ever again. <laughs> I'm, I, done. I'm done. Oh boy! Every time that pops oh back up after that one second section, you just see it on their face. And it's like you get they did not need to film that the way they did. Oh man. <laughs> it was and just with oh but, okay, my favorite part is David, get get your sensor ready, is I fucking hate you 
when he dropped that line, I was like, oh, shit. And, and the reaction from uh, her, mm -hmm. I'm keeping this as generic as I can, for <laughs> yeah. David, from her was a non-reaction. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Just, oh man, and I have a feeling that we're gonna have so many more people die in season three, uh, season oh, two. I bet. I bet. On, on the, on the, on, uh, uh, on the super side. I think a lot yeah. of supers are yeah. gonna die in this. Yeah. Just because of how it was framed season one and season two, how they seem to be slightly juxtaposed, mm -hmm. but only, only slightly, but it seems to be that's the move. Also, shout out uh, Giancarlo Esposito scares the shit out of me and everything he does. I'm so excited for Mandalorian because he kills everything. David, I'm gonna spoil something for you. He has some scenes with Homelander and it's like, Homelander's not winning this. There's no way Homelander wins. That wow. scene you're talking about, Thomas, gave yeah. me goosebumps. I was like, this is what I needed. I needed, I needed that to be said oh. to him. Yes, and that's because it's, it's Giancarlo Esposito. And that's why he has two Emmy noms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One for a... Uh, oh, no, they're both for supporting character, I think. No, one's a guest spot. So I have an update. My PS4 is not turning on because it's kind of broken. So if it doesn't turn on tonight, I will probably watch The Void. <laughs> How are we going to watch The Void? <laughs> <laughs> we have done it. <laughs> you have done well, Sony PlayStation 4. You have joined the dark side. <laughs> So that concludes <laughs> our Tenet spoiler movie review. What an episode this has been. Um, do Off we have rails. anything to plug or anything like that? Thomas, can you say what you're up to? Yeah, I mean, I'm in Texas right now. Uh, <laughs> I picked up a couple things down in a little land called Texas. Um, if anyone gets that reference, I, I love you. And... Uh, I'm filming a movie right now. It's my first feature that I'm in. I am, uh, I'm, I'm a, a small supporting. Or am I, is it a guest spot, a cameo? I don't remember how it's officially labeled, but it's a it's a small uh, time of uh, screen time, and it's it's pretty fun. Let's just say I was covered in fake blood all day, <laughs> and it was pretty damn fun. <laughs> Can't wait to see it. Um, let's get where everyone is on social media. Kevin, you start. I am at what is my name on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Kevin Kevin B six four five, or if not Kevin B six four five, Kev B six four five. Find you there. It's one of those two. Yes. Yeah, it's one of those two. <laughs> it's in the it's in the show notes, or it's in like the description of this video. Nice. Um, it is. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on – friend me on Facebook. My name, David Thompson, David J. Thompson, TikTok and Instagram, and David Thompson with two A's on Twitter. Thomas, not my co-host today. I, a special guest for the Tenant Review today in from Texas. <laughs> Where can we find you? You can find me in Texas right now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, at, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Thomas Carter Rochester, hyphen actor on Instagram at Thomas Carter Rochester, all one word, no high business spaces at Thorson of Dale on TikTok, RIP. I thought about bringing TikTok back because I got bored a couple days ago, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, I filmed right. I filmed a review for Tenet and it's going to be on our YouTube page. That's what I have to promote. You're welcome, David. I remembered. Tomorrow, uh, look out for Tenet or uh, Thomas's separate. It wasn't he didn't. Spoiler free review. Yes. Yeah. Uh, at TC Rochester Act, that's TC Rochester ACT on the Twitter. And of course, Life of Thor 
Uh, I, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna put myself on the hot seat, and I'm just gonna say next Thursday, this Thursday. I don't know what day we're on anymore. Uh, this upcoming Thursday is gonna be Thor watches the Mandalorian season one episode one live. I'm toying with the idea of doing season two live, and I'm hoping I can keep the same shtick going on, but we'll see what happens. So this is a test run. Also, it is exactly eight weeks before The Mandalorian starts, so it's just a chef's kiss of time and perfection. <laughs> yes, can't um, wait to check that out. Yes, and uh, don't know. You have the show notes. You're yeah. running this. You're running this ship today. I'm running this show today, and that's why it's been so all over the place. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you all for joining us. We didn't really get to read many comments today. I'm really bad at that. Thomas is fantastic at reading the comments, but it's not because I do. It's because I love you, and I just want to do a good show. So anyway, uh, we will be back with the show next weekend. Just check out our. We'll be posting clips you know, all week um, from this show and other stuff Thursday, along with uh, Mandalorian watches live, check out, we're going to post a throwback pretty much every Thursday of a clip from a previous Let's Interaction episode, an interview, an old episode. Um, stay tuned for that. Follow us. Let's Interaction pretty much everywhere. LTA podcasting on Twitter, but Let's Interaction, um, Instagram, Let's Interaction on YouTube, obviously here on Facebook. Thank you all for joining us. And well, Kevin, Thank you so much for being here. Yes. Thank you. Thank both of you, Thomas and David, for allowing me to come into your home and be a part of it. Thank you, you. will certainly be back. Yes. And I, I actually really appreciate you coming on, Kevin, because I was like, David, you're on your own, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and we he's like, yeah. And he's like, what do you think about Kevin? And I'm like, hell yes. You see, you see, David needs someone to be here with him. I'll tell you why. Because once he starts talking, he's not going to stop. You need someone to interrupt him a little bit. <laughs> I, I know. I totally do. I <laughs> yes. Where is it? Where is the? I got a great comment here just based off that alone. Oh, yeah. there it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh that was from earlier in the show but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll officially wrap this up uh thank you all for joining us on this special weird episode uh, uh 23 are we on 23 episode, episode 23 episode michael jordan of lights thunder action thank you everybody